and welcome to A Word for This Day podcast. I'm Jory Schaefer, the show's host and creator, and oh, what a joy it is to have you here uh, to listen today. Thank you for downloading the episode. Um, welcome if you're new. I know I've got some new friends on here because my friend Kim sent some messages to her friends, and there's somebody in uh, West Virginia and somebody in Louisiana uh, who are listening and um, I'm just so glad you've jumped on it's just such a blessing and keep sharing friends keep you just never know um, my friend um, Kim from Kentucky and I were talking about just how neat it is when the Lord puts something on our heart and when we're obedient to share um, and it can just be something really simple how uh, he blesses and we think we're blessing somebody else when in fact we're the ones that are getting the most blessing from it and that's how I feel about this podcast friends Uh, you all just bless me and um, it's such a joy to know that there's more people who want to know more about the Lord um, I want to give a shout out to my Aunt Noni. Today is her birthday, so happy birthday, Aunt Noni. I hope your day is blessed. And um, also, I want to uh, tell you that as I was doing the show notes for yesterday's episode, and it took me just about all day to get that episode recorded, let me tell you, there was just one thing after another. And as I was listening, I could hear background noise of my family of my husband and my boys running here there and everywhere so if you hear that low rumble um in that video or video in that audio from yesterday i'm sorry usually i do it early in the mornings before everybody gets up or late in the afternoons or evenings when uh people are um not being rambunctious. Um, I heard the shower go on because I'm in my closet recording. So that's what all that noise was about. But just know that this is real life and, and that's how we roll. We do the best with what we could do and that's all we could do. Uh, but again, I, I just want you to know uh, that I've prayed for you. I've prayed for everyone that will, will listen, whether it's today or a few days down the road from this date. God knows. He knows right where you are and, um, just uh, take this as a blessing and uh, hopefully he will just bless your heart as you slow down and spend time in his word well uh, let's get on to more important things the most important thing is that we're going to talk about his word today and our uh, verse for the day for march the 5th 2022 i bet a bunch of you know It comes from Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5, and it reads as follows from the English Standard Version. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. Oh my goodness. Let me tell you, when I started preparing for this, I was like, Lord, this is just so straightforward. I mean, how am I going to get all of this... uh, lots of extra things to talk about with this i mean all you got to do is read those words and (laughs) that's all you need and that is true all we need to do is just read those those words and believe them and do them but oh my goodness as i started to pray about it and think about it and the lord uh, just started pouring all these things into my heart um 
he's good that way, you know. He just uh, fills us up to overflowing. And uh, But as he started to do that, I thought, oh, my goodness, I'm not going to have enough time to talk about all these things that have to do with trust and leaning not on our own understanding. But I'm asking him to just help me um, say the things that he wants me to say and not what I want to say. Um, and that'll be all for his glory. So we're back in the book of Proverbs, and I want to give you a little background, especially if you're new, and it, uh, or if not, it's as I tell you over and over again, it's always just good to back up and get uh, an overview of who wrote this book, uh, who the recipients were, and um, that helps us know how we can apply this to our lives. We know that Proverbs is a book of wisdom. Um, many, and I would say most of what is in Proverbs we know was written by Solomon, King Solomon. But, and King Solomon was David's son. Um, but we know that uh, there are a few in there that he did not write. Um, but most of it he did. And we read the purpose of Proverbs when um, when we look in Proverbs chapter 1, verse 1, it says, The Proverbs of Solomon, son of David, king of Israel, to know wisdom and instruction, to understand words of insight, to receive instruction in wise dealing, in righteousness, justice, and equity, to give prudence to the simple, knowledge and discretion to the youth. Let the wise hear and increase in learning, and the one who understands obtain guidance, to understand a proverb and a saying, the words of the wise and their riddles. And so, this is um, kind of the purpose of this book, and we read about Solomon and how he asked the Lord for wisdom, and the Lord gave it. In First Kings chapter uh, 4, verse 29, it says, And God gave Solomon wisdom and understanding beyond measure and breadth of mind like the sand of the seashore, so that Solomon's wisdom surpassed the wisdom of all the people of the east and all the wisdom of Egypt, for he was wiser than all other men, wiser than Ethan the Ezrahite and Heman, Calcol and Darda the sons of Mahal, and his fame was in all the surrounding nations. He also spoke 3,000 proverbs in his songs were a thousand and five. He spoke of trees from the cedar that is in Lebanon to the hyssop that grows out of the wall. He spoke also of beasts and of birds and of reptiles and of fish. And people of all nations came to hear the wisdom of Solomon and from all the kings of the earth who had heard his wisdom. So that is um, a little bit about Solomon. And you can look back in previous episodes. I tell more about uh, Solomon's life, I think, in the one uh, from February the 7th, or maybe it was, no, February the 6th, and then um, there was an episode of January the 7th, if you want to um, study more on some of the other Proverbs of Solomon, and we'll get to him again later this month, uh, because there's just treasures all the way through the Proverbs, just like all of God's Word, because as we know, all of God's Word is truth. Unfortunately, we read uh, later in First Kings chapter 11 that uh, Solomon's heart turned away from God. And so toward the end of his life, he uh, did not follow in the way that he should. Uh, but uh, God gave us wonderful things, uh, these wonderful uh, writings and 
blessings that we find and truths that we find in his word uh, before that. But that's also just a reminder, friends, that um, we need to just keep our eyes focused on the Lord. We need to keep our eyes focused on Jesus because it is so easy to just turn away. And that's how the devil does it. He does it just a little by little by little by little. And you drift away and then you don't realize that you're so far away. Um, this brings to mind what uh, the exhortation and the warning that we read in Hebrews chapter 2 verse 1 that says, Therefore we must pay much closer attention to what we have heard lest we drift away from it. And so I pray, friends, that we can encourage one another uh, to stay focused on God and His Word lest we drift away from it. But we know that before uh, Solomon uh, drifted away, he, uh, as we read earlier, he had written over 3,000 Proverbs, and the book of Proverbs has 513 of the over 3,000 that he wrote, as well as some from other people. Um, and so there's just, just again, a gold mine, a treasure of wisdom found here. Now, Proverbs is not uh, a book of prophecy like Isaiah or Jeremiah or Daniel or Ezekiel or the minor prophets. Um, but it's just, uh, it's just a, a lot of good instruction and good reminder uh, to trust and to seek wisdom and to do the right thing. So getting into our um, verse for the day, I want to read some of the verses leading up to it. And then um, three or oh, maybe more after it so you can got to get the full picture. You know, for most of us, this Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, if we've been... Um, Christians very long is something that we've learned uh, because it's said to us over and over again and it's because it's it's true um, but let's back up to the beginning of chapter 3 of Proverbs and uh, get this full picture um, it says my son do not forget my teaching but let your heart keep my commandments for the length of days and years of life and peace they will add to you let not steadfast love and faithfulness forsake you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. So you will find favor and good success in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. Be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. It will be healing to your flesh and refreshment to your bones. Honor the Lord with your wealth and with the first fruits of all your produce. Then your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will be bursting with wine. My son, do not despise the Lord's discipline or be weary of his reproof. For the Lord reproves him who he loves as a father, the son in whom he delights. So this whole little section um, is just reminding us to, uh, to trust. And to honor God and not to be wise in our own eyes. And and then we see the benefits of that trust. Um, we see in verse 4, So you will find favor and good success in the sight of God and man. In verse 6, um, In all your ways acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. And um, if we're not wise in our own eyes and we fear the Lord and turn away from evil, it will be healing to our flesh and refreshment to our bones. If we honor the Lord with our uh, wealth and the first fruits of our produce, then He blesses us. 
uh, if we don't despise what the Lord, uh, the Lord's discipline and how he's trying to correct us, um, then we just see how much the Lord uh, loves us when we realize that he does this because he loves us. So let's park in our verse five for a little while. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. So the big question um, should come as we're studying and parking and reading over this uh, again and again is what does it mean to trust? Well, Webster's Dictionary says to rely on the truthfulness or accuracy of or to believe. And we've talked over and over again about what, uh, how important it is to believe. That's, that's faith. That belief or that faith is the foundation of our Christian walk, our Christian life. Now, what I just, the definitions I just read uh, to you were the verb of to trust, but the noun uh, of what is trust, um, we read, it's the assured reliance on the character, the ability, strength, or truth of someone or something. Um, it's one in which confidence is placed. It's dependence on something future or contingent. So if we rely on the truthfulness or the accuracy of something, we believe it or we put our faith in it. If we um, are depending on something future or contingent on something to happen, that's to hope. So do you hear that? We've got belief. We've got hope. And all of that is wrapped up in trust. And who are we supposed to put all of our trust in? The Lord. And then the question may come, or should come, I think, um, then why would we trust in the Lord? Well, we've covered this over and over again through this, uh, through these episodes of the podcast, but, um, I think we can pull out some things. First of all, because he's our creator, he formed us. Um, I love this in Jeremiah. In Jeremiah 1, 5, it says, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. And then over in Psalm 139, um, the psalmist says, and it's David who said this, O Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know when I sit down and when I rise up, you discern my thoughts from afar. You search out my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. Even before a word is on my tongue, behold, O Lord, you know it altogether. You hem me in behind and before and lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain it. Where shall I go from your spirit, or where shall I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in Sheol, you are there. If I take wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me, and your right hand shall hold me. If I say, Surely the darkness shall cover me, and the light about me be night, even the darkness is not dark to you. The night is bright as the day, for darkness is as light with you, for you formed my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. 
My soul knows it very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was being made in, this, in secret, intricately woven in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed substance. In your book were written every one of them, the days that were formed for me, when as yet there was none of them. I just love that. He knows us. He made us. He created us. Um, he knows everything. He knows uh before our days began, he knew how many of them there would be. Our times are in his hands, and so we can trust him completely. Um, he loves us so, um, so much that he sent his son uh, to die for us and to redeem us and uh, just save us from a, a hell and eternal separation from him. Um, he is truly a loving father. And we can trust him because he has told us in his word that he'll take care of us. Um, and it may not be taking care of us like the world thinks, um, but he provides all of our needs when we trust in him. Um, I love this from Matthew chapter 6, verse 25, and this was Jesus talking. He said, Therefore, I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body. What you will put on is not life more than food and the body more than clothing. Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his span of life? And why are you anxious about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all of his glory was not arrayed like one of these. But if God so clothes the, clothes the grass of the field, which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore, do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. He loves us. He will take care of us. That's why we trust. And so then the next question may come to your mind of, well, then how do I do that? Well, friend, that's where faith comes in. Um, and you have to make a decision. Sometimes it's a, a daily decision. Sometimes it's an hourly decision. Sometimes it is a minute by minute decision. Um, not to believe the lies of the world. Uh, the lies of the devil that he may whisper to you that God doesn't hear, that God doesn't see, that God doesn't know, that God doesn't understand. Those are all lies. Um, or they believe in the lie that the devil whispers to you that you know best because you know what you need to do for your own life. You need to just do you. That is a lie straight from the devil. And so you have to make that conscious decision. Do I trust the Lord? Do I go back to what I know is true? And how do you know what is true? Well, 
It's in his word. We've, I've said this over and over and over again. The uh, scripture says that the sum of all your word is truth. And that's found in Psalm 119, 160. And um, Jesus also said in John 17, 17, when he was praying back to the Father, praying for us, he said, sanctify them in your truth. For your word is truth. And so when everything is swirling around and falling apart around us, we go back to what we know is true. And that is God's word. And that's why it is so important to read God's word, to study God's word, to live God's word, and to share God's word. And I mentioned um, before how how sometimes we get off track because we think that we know best. <laughs> And that is leaning on our own understanding. But this verse tells us, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. And so why is that? Why do we not want to lean on our own understanding? It's because we can't see the whole picture. We can't see all the different uh, facets, all the different angles of every situation that God sees. We sometimes can't see all the ways that he's weaving and working in and out. Um, we just think, uh, we just see what, what our um, uh, human uh, physical eyes can see, but there's so much more going on in all the realms that are surrounding us um, in those spiritual realms, and we just need to keep that in mind. And I didn't make that up, my friends. There's um, in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12, it says, For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. And then he goes on to exhort us to take up the whole armor of God. Um, there are just things that we can't see, but God sees. And he knows. And um, so we're reminded in Isaiah chapter 55, verse 8, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. For as high, I'm sorry, for as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. His ways are just much higher. We can't understand everything that he does and so that should give us comfort to put our trust in him because he knows everything he sees everything and paul reminds us in the letter to the romans in um romans eight twenty eight, and we know that for those who love god all things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose, for those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son in order that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. And though, those whom he predestined, he also called and those whom he called, he also justified and though, those whom he justified, he glorified. And so God has a plan. He's going to work things out. And sometimes we get to see it relatively quickly sometimes it's much later and sometimes it may not be till we get to eternity uh, but we must trust um, and and just know that he has our very best interest in heart and if we do that and we don't lean on our own understanding oh what blessings come but again we must continue to continue to continue uh, to do that it's a daily thing 
And we see this reminder throughout some of uh, Paul's letters, but I love this in 1 Corinthians three, eighteen. It says, Let no one deceive himself. If anyone among you thinks that he is wise in this age, let him become a fool that he may become wise. For the wisdom of this world is folly with God. For it is written, He catches the wise in their craftiness. And again, the Lord knows the thoughts of the wise, that they are futile. Just a reminder that he knows the limits of our mind and our understanding. So that's why we don't lean on our understanding, but we lean on his. And oh my goodness, there are just so many different scriptures about trust, <laughs> about trusting in the Lord. And I would invite you to do a word study. Um, you could do that on some apps. You can do it in a Bible concordance. You can do it online, um, but you just type in the word search or the the little search thing trust and it will bring up all the uh, different scriptures that would have trust in them and um, just see what God's word says about it there's lots in the book of Psalms because David truly learned to trust in the Lord but there are a couple here in uh, Jeremiah that I want to share with you Jeremiah nine twenty three, and this one doesn't exactly say trust but um, you'll get the picture when you hear it it says thus says the Lord let not the wise man boast in his wisdom let not the mighty man boast in his might let not the rich man boast in his riches but let him who boasts boast in this that he understands and knows me, that I am the Lord who practices steadfast love, justice, and righteousness in the earth. For in these things I delight, declares the Lord. And then over in Jeremiah 17, beginning in verse 5, it says, Thus says the Lord, Cursed is the man who trusts in man and makes flesh his strength, whose heart turns away from the Lord. He is like a shrub in the desert and shall not see any good come. He shall dwell in the parched places of the wilderness in an uninhabited salt land. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose trust is the Lord. He is like a tree planted by water that sends out its roots by the stream and does not fear when heat comes, for its leaves remain green and is not anxious in the year of drought, for it does not cease to bear fruit. Oh, friend, may we trust in the Lord and be like that tree planted by the stream um and then we'll end right here um in psalm 84 beginning in verse 11 and it says for the lord god is a sun and shield the lord bestows favor and honor no good thing does he withhold from those who walk uprightly O lord of hosts blessed is the one who trusts in you blessings to you friends until next time